Good evening, Chicago. You're listening to Inspirational Perspective. I'm your host, Linnell Harris, Chicago's very own life coach, right here on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago. Inspirational Perspective on your radio is all about murdering mediocrity and living the best life possible. And that's why we come to you every Saturday evening at 10 p.m. Central Standard Time to talk about how we live the best life possible. And got another question for you. Are you slaying your goals in 2017? Because if you haven't already, go to slayyourgoals.com and download a free copy of my ebook, Slay Your Goals. That is, if you're thirsty, if you're thirsty, and you really want to make a difference in your life, man, that's what we, you know, a minute ago, I was talking in the producer's station, technical producer station, and uh, this just chatting life. I'm not going to share the brother's business, but I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I'm realizing that we're just not as intentional as we should be. And here's a question I asked the brother. I said, do you wake up every day saying, I'm going to be a millionaire, that I'm going to take my life to the next level, that I will have everything that I ever wanted. And he said, uh, yeah. I said, do you really? Do you do you say that to yourself? Is there an intentional statement that you make to yourself? He's like, well, no, not really. And what that tells me is you don't really want it. And that's what I told him. So you don't really want it like it sounds good, but you don't really want it. Because here's the thing, when you really want something, that's what you're obsessed with. That's what you're thinking about. That's your major input. By the way, the topic tonight, time and the mind, time and the mind. And this is part one of a new series. So I'm dropping something brand new on you guys. Some of it you've heard before because we always need to be reminded. But the questions I'm asking, check this one out. Will it be TV or living life in 3D? You might say, what's, what's living life in 3D? Keep listening. But you make the choice. And then another question I, I, I have to ask you guys is this. Are you afraid to fully commit to success? And think about these questions before you just go off and answer them. Because I think some people are like, yeah, I want to be successful. That's a stupid question. Of course I'm ready to commit. Are you really, though? I mean, based on what commitment actually means, commit to success, meaning I will do whatever it takes. I will sacrifice whatever I need to sacrifice to be successful by my own terms. And if so, if you're afraid, then what's really getting in the way? And is it that you don't have enough time because that's what I'm getting I got an email yesterday from someone who said hey Linnell I watch your coach scopes by the way I do coach scopes on Mondays Thursdays then of course I'm on the air on Saturdays so follow me on Facebook you want to check those out follow me on any of the social media mediums at Linnell Harris so I do these coach scopes right and this past Thursday I did a coach scope um, and I think I said it then. I, I think I started the coach scope with y'all playing out here. And the reason I'm saying that, 
It's because so many people say one thing, but when you look at their actions, it actually indicates something else. Like they say, I want to be rich. I want to be powerful. I want to take my life to the next level. I want to be intentional. I want to be a millionaire. I want to be successful. But the actions don't speak it. You know, the actions say the most important thing to me right now is the fact that Oklahoma City is playing the Golden State Warriors. And so that's where my attention is going to be. And that's what's going to drive my entire day. As a matter of fact, somebody, a lot of bodies out there, plan their entire day around a basketball game that won't make them a dime. I'm just saying. So, do you really want it? Are you committed? That's the question. Anyway, slayyourgoals.com. Go download the book, Slay Your Goals. Let me tell you something. I have no doubt that if you download and read this book, it will change your life. As a matter of fact, I got an email earlier this week. I get, I get a lot of great emails about the book, but I got another email. Somebody said, your book is basic. <laughs> and actually, it was a compliment because I wrote the book so it would be basic so that anybody could read it. And if you follow the instructions, you can actually set goals you can actually meet. So check it out, slayyourgoals.com. It's still free for now. It's free longer than I said it would be. So we'll see. Go out there and get it. Eventually, you're going to have to pay. All right, so that's the topic tonight. Time and the mind. And I want to go right into it because I got a lot of, I got a lot of material I want to cover. Short period of time. And uh, I'll start with this. I, I talked about this some time ago. But when I was in high school, MTV introduced a reality tele- television hit called The Real World. <laughs> you guys remember that? Real World. And I think the first one was Real World New York. Okay. And 29 seasons later, the Real World franchise is still strong, right? But the success of shows like this have led to the introduction of what a lot of us are watching on television, okay? Man, and it kind of went from a real chance of love, you remember that, with Flavor Flav, you know, all the way up now to the Real Housewives, Real Housewives of every major city in the States, right? Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Real Housewives of New York, Basketball Wives, Everybody's Wife. You're watching Everybody's Wife versus trying to figure out how to be a good one, be a successful one. But my point is this. It seems that we need a consistent standard of what real really means and again remember tonight i'm tackling the subject of time and the mind so stick with me okay because i'm going somewhere so year after year we're slowly being swallowed by an onslaught of seductive entertainment i just read an article netflix says they're dropping another thousand titles another thousand titles in netflix that'll be available to us by you know just basically by opening up our mobile device, boom. And now I got entertainment right at my fingertips. And it's interesting because I was at a conference. I was at a conference uh, a year ago, High Performance Academy, a conference. And the facilitator of the conference, 
He was like, I know some of you, and it was more so for entrepreneurs, right? So I know some of you, you can't get any work done because you wake up and, you know, you, you get your breakfast. And before you can even get started with work, you know, you, you pop up your laptop and then you're streaming movies. I remember sitting there thinking like, nah, man, ain't nobody doing that. I mean, if you got to work, you got to work, right? I mean, you, you know, you got to be too thirsty, too ready for opportunity to do something like that. The longer I work with people, the more I'm around, I'm starting to realize that I might be a little different. And let me tell you the difference. I'm intentional. I know exactly what I want to create this year. And I know that if I wake up on Monday morning and I start watching Netflix videos and movies and entertaining myself, I will never get there. I will never get there. And so as a result, that's not even a temptation. It's not even a temptation for me to spend my work day, my time when I'm building, entertaining myself. As a matter of fact, I'm entertained by the work that I'm doing because it's aligned with my purpose and my passion. But it's funny how many of us will ridicule and judge someone who escapes their reality by abusing alcohol and using what we call illegal or illicit drugs. Yet, a whole lot of us are guilty of doing the same exact thing. It's just that our drug of choice requires a couch, a cable box, and remote control. But I'll cast a stone at you. Oh, man, that brother's wasting his life drinking. Oh, man, that sister's wasting her life doing drugs. And then here I am throwing stones, watching Netflix and chilling when I should be working, when I should be concentrating on my goals. And then I'll turn around and say, man, you know, hey, to get to a million dollars to go where I want to go, that's 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 too hard. You know, to be successful, that's too hard. Or I'll turn around and I'll say, well, I can't do it because the man's got his foot on my neck or man, I would be more successful. If we had a different president, nothing but excuses. And let me tell you something. Success has nothing to do with circumstance and situation, has everything to do with your ability to focus on your goals, to focus on your dreams, to focus on your aspirations and go get that. Period. So let me ask you this. Since since when did the idea of good living Since when did the idea of really good living become watching other people's reality on television? Rather than living a life worthy of being cast for your own show. Like, since when is that a good life that I can sit up and watch other people? I don't want to watch nobody else. I want to do things that are so engaging that has me so involved in my own life that I don't have time. Period. And for real, if, if you have something for me, I'm listening. And by the way, Taylor, I see you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to your call. So here's the real question. Here's the real question. Are you truly in touch with your reality? Like, are you really in touch with your reality? And let me give you an idea of what I mean by that. You know, so I was I was just asking 
someone who's giving me a financial breakdown of the you know of the financial situation. I said, okay, so how much interest? How much interest are you paying on that loan that you that we're talking about? They're like, uh, 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 I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. So you borrowed money. You borrowed money and you don't know how much interest you're paying on that money. Okay, how many triple doubles has Russell Westbrook had? I bet you can tell me that, though. I mean, we got to wake up. We are sleep. Like sleep. Sleep. Got to wake up. Let me ask you this. What would change if you had your own reality television show? Like if everybody was watching you from the moment you woke up to the moment you went to sleep, there was a camera in your face. Like how would you change your life? How would you wake up? How would you start your days? Like how focused would you be on your work when you know everybody was watching and everything that you said you wanted, they were able to see whether or not you truly, really wanted it. Question. I'm going to tell you, I think it's ironic that on most reality shows, you never see the cast spending their evenings on the couch watching someone else's scripted reality. You don't see that. Hey, you ever noticed that? I mean, come on, let's think about it. If it's real, right? I mean, because in most of our real lives, I'm about to throw some stats at you in a second, but in most of our real lives, we spend a whole lot of time watching television. So why is it that the people we watch on television aren't watching television? Hmm. And by the way, we want to be like them. We want to have that kind of money. I mean, we want to have them kind of clothes. We want to drive those kind of cars. We want to live in those kind of houses. Hmm. I mean, if you're going to watch, why don't you learn something? Yeah, I'm going hard tonight. Check out these statistics on how Americans are spending their time. Again, the topic tonight. Time and the mind. Americans spend one-third, on average, one-third of their free time watching television. And of that time spent watching television, 67% of that television is a reality television show. All right, so 67%. So that means that the majority of people aren't watching, you know, mad money. No, they're not watching how to invest. They're not watching how to flip a house. You know, so if that's what you're doing, you know, all right, good for you. Now, you know, instead of watching all the time, now go do it. You know, go take all the information you're learning and take a risk and go do it. But for those of you who aren't watching that kind of stuff, you get my drift. And then check this out. Reality television episodes have increased to 57% of all television programming that can be found on your screen. So over half of what people are watching is somebody else's reality. This is craziness. That's a lot of TV. That's a lot of reality fake TV. (laughs) And check this out. More troubling than that, we're not watching real TV, and we know it. We're watching scripted fake accounts of a producer's ideal of what life should or should not be, period. And this makes it easy to believe that anyone that's watching a lot of reality television is probably struggling with a lot of their own insecurities because I don't live like that. I don't look like that. My life doesn't go like that because 
Let me tell you something. Your inputs become your outputs. And if you input something that you don't even know how to begin to express, then it creates internal tension. And that's part of what causes depression, stress, and all the other ailments that some of us are dealing with simply because of what we watch. You can say, well, Linnell, I don't think so. All right. Put me to the test. I mean, and this makes it easy to believe that anyone that watches television like that is probably struggling with something. And more than likely, they're not hitting their goals. I can guarantee you that. So anyway, let me back up. I was telling you, I got this email and the email was from a woman. She said, well, Linnell, I'm having a hard time with creating enough time to go after my goals. Okay. I'm going to talk about that. So stick with me. I'm going to talk about that. But the first question I, I asked her, I said, okay, have you read my book? I haven't had time. I'm like, wow. It's not even 40 pages. Not even 40 pages. But this is the conversation that many of us are in. And this is why we stay stuck. There's a quote. By Steve Furtick. And he called this out. And what he said, the reason we struggle with insecurity is because we compare our behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reel. That's one of the reasons we struggle with insecurity. And believe me, everybody's got a highlight reel because that's what you see in your news feed. When you're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Hey, a lot of people ain't snapping themselves crying. They're not snapping themselves when they're hurting. They're not snapping themselves when things aren't going so well. You don't see that. All you see are the highlights. And then you try to compare their highlights with your life. And it's got you all messed up. So why would you spend your memories encapsulated in someone else's story? I mean, why not create your own vibrant and fascinating reality? I mean, that's what we're talking about tonight. So, another quote, infuse your life with action. Don't wait for it to happen. Make it happen. Make your own future. Make your own hope. Make your own love. That's by Bradley Whitford. And that happens to be a Hollywood actor, by the way. So tonight, I just want to start with that so we can really begin thinking about how we can start living our lives, how we can start you know, living a life like there's a camera in the room. You know, how can you be your own icon? You know, how can you be your own star? And how can you be your own brand? I mean, that's the question. And that's the question that all of us should be asking is how can I be those things? Embrace your own reality and live your life in 3D, which means dream, design, and do. And next up, that's what I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you how to dream, design, and then go do. But by the way, I told you inputs, inputs become your outputs. Again, every Monday, Thursday at noon, I'm sharing a motivational thought, helping you think about these things a little differently, help you step into a real game. I mean, again, when you wake up in the morning, are you thinking about 
what it is that is most important to you. If it's your family, taking care of your family, saying, I want to put my family in a new home. I want to, I want my family to be, to be transported in, in safer cars. If that's what the goal is, is that, are you obsessed with it? Are you obsessed with it? Or are you just kind of wearing it loosely? Because if you wear it loosely, you'll never get it. You'll never get it. You'll always want it. And we got to get to a point where you just get tired of wanting things. Anything I want, I'm trying to figure out how to get. Real talk. Last week, I was in Mexico. I was looking at property. I saw some stuff I want. Guess what? Came back home, talked to my wife, put a plan together for how to get it. <laughs> I'm serious about this. Anything I want, I'm not like, I'm, I'm not used to staying in a wanting phase. I want, I want. Mm-mm. How am I going to get it? So you want to be successful? How are you going to get successful? You want to take your life to the next level? Level? How are you going to get to the next level? Matter of fact, what is the next level? Do you even know? Like, are you clear on what the next level is? And again, like I said, I might be different. I might be different. But I can remember when in, I was in corporate America and I said to myself, I want to go to the next level. I got obsessed with it. I did everything I could to take myself to the next level, learn the things that I needed to learn to go to the next level, spend evenings studying books, reading books, buying books, developing myself, investing in my development to go to the next level. That's all that mattered to me. Why did it matter? Because I had a plan. I knew what my plan was. I knew where I wanted to go. Topic tonight, time in the mind. Part one of a new series. Again, the questions I'm asking. Will it be TV or living a life in 3D? 3D meaning dream, design, do. Are you afraid to commit, to make a commitment to success? To be successful? And if so, what's getting in the way? And I know one of the things that's getting in most people's way is time. So speaking of time, there's 24 hours in a day. 24 hours in a day, okay? So let's start to break that down. Because a lot of people say, well, you know, now I don't have time. You know, it's tough out here in terms of time. You don't understand. You don't have children. You know, you don't have the demands on your life that I have. Okay, true. So let's break it down. So one-third of this time, eight hours, is typically reserved for sleep, right? All right. Now, and here's the thing. I know some of y'all ain't getting eight hours of sleep. It just ain't happening. Okay. So, which means there's 16 hours left for conscious activity. For conscious activity that you want to take on. Okay. So, if you have 16 hours left for conscious activity, that means during a a weekday that about eight to ten of your conscious hours are spent working. Right. Working, commuting. And then depending on where you live in relation to where you work, maybe another hour or so is dedicated to commuting. So let's subtract work and your commute from your waking hours. Remember, I'm doing this real conservatively. I'm going to add in breakfast, dinner and all the time it takes to shower, get dressed and undress. And and there's about three to four hours left in any given weekday. And by the way, if you got kids, 
and they go to school, I'm guessing they're in bed at 8.39 o'clock. So that's your time. All right. But let's say they take another couple of hours. That leaves you two hours every day. Okay. That you can do something. Now, in a blog I wrote a few years ago, the title of it is Success Versus Mediocrity. You can go check it out on inspirationalperspective.com. I shared the following information. And this is, this is information that I took from Earl Nightingale. And he said that it has been noted that the measurable difference between a man or woman of achievement and success in contrast to a man or woman of mediocrity is only 2%. 2%. So check this out. I have no doubt that success has everything to do with attitude. The attitude we choose throughout the day. But more importantly, I believe success hinges upon how we choose to spend the little bit of time that we get every day. That little bit of free time that we get every day. Remember I said 2%. 2%. That's it. So how are you spending your free time? Now, you might say, well, no, you don't understand, man. At the end of the day, I only got two hours left. Bro, you know, I, I got to chill, man. I, I, I'm basically tapped out. You know, I grab a brew and watch a game. Okay. Hey, nothing wrong with that. All I'm saying is, don't tell me you don't have time. You do have time. You're just making a choice to do something different with your time. And so if you want to be a millionaire, that's what you're saying. But your actions say you really don't want to. What your actions say is that you're comfortable. You're good. You don't want to go to the next level. You must prefer to have a beer and watch a game. And that's okay. Just be real with yourself. Tell yourself the truth. You know, be honest. Because why play yourself? You could play somebody else. You could tell us whatever you want to tell us, but be real with yourself. And if you say, well, I really do want to be successful, I really do want to take it to the next level, then you got to start inspecting your activity. you got to start inspecting what it is that you're doing. you got to start inspecting how you spend your time because that's all you got. You know, and it's the major complaint I hear. I don't have enough time. Maybe you just got to change how you use the time you have. Let me tell you, today, my cousin celebrated his birthday. And, uh, man, I, I love my cousin. Cousin, if you listen to Happy Birthday, Tony Wilson. Um, but we got to the restaurant. Party started at 3 o'clock. We got to the restaurant late on purpose because we knew it was going to start late. Man, we didn't get seated till 5 o'clock. I was antsy. I was antsy. My wife was like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, man, we're wasting time. <laughs> Hey, don't get me wrong. I love talking to my family and friends. I do. But, yo, I want to be intentional about that. I want to be intentional about that. All I could do is look at my watch and be like, man, three hours before I sat down? Whoo! What could I have done in that amount of time? And it's cool. I got a chance to see him, got a chance to hang with him. He was happy. He was excited that we were there. But... Boy, in hindsight, if I had known that, I would have shown up when he showed up because I just think about all the work I could have done. Man, I got stuff I'm trying to do. What about you? I mean, what, what about you? 
Got a birthday party tomorrow for a one-year-old. The only reason I'm going is because it's a good friend of mine's, because she won't remember. You might say, well, Linnell, man, you bogus. No, I'm intentional. I got goals. I got stuff I'm trying to do. I'm just saying. I ain't trying to just sit around and socialize all the time. And it don't mean I don't like my friends. I don't love them. But I see them. I see them when I see them. And they get it. You know why? Because the people I surround myself with are up to the same things I'm up to. And if they get offended, that means that, hey, maybe maybe we need to reevaluate our relationship. Because let me tell you, I'm focused. You ain't getting in my way. Period. All it takes is an hour and evening to do different. One hour. (laughs) One hour. One evening. Every evening to do different. Man, Earl Nightingale called it out. 2% difference between success and mediocrity. Again, I'm talking about the time. Time and the mind. I haven't even got into the mind yet. I'm just talking about time. But I, I need you guys to get this. So, what is living life in 3D? What is living a three-dimensional life? Let me tell you, a lot of people live in one-dimensional. They're not really clear. As a matter of fact, the, you know, the, the gentleman I brought up earlier in terms of him not knowing the interest on his loans. You know why he don't know the interest on his loans? Because he doesn't have a plan. He's just moving. And it's cool. It's cool. And I told him, I said, you know, we got, we got to spend more time talking, bro. You, you got to get strategic. And that's the biggest problem. You get one life, one life. What's your strategy? What is it that you plan on doing with this life? By the time you hit year 30, year 40, year 50, year 60, year 70, what is it that you want to have done? Do you know? Because if not, you live in life by default. You're on autopilot. You're just out here swimming around. You have no direction, no destination whatsoever, period. That's the truth. Because a person with intention has a strategy. They have a strategy. Somebody asked me not too long ago, man, how did you get out of corporate America? I had a strategy. I knew. Man, I always told myself by the time I'm 40, 45 years old, I want to be done working for somebody else. I knew that when I was 20 before I really got started. I don't want to work for somebody else all my life. I knew that. I used to tell myself, man, I want to retire by the time I'm 45 years old. I'm going to work all that time. You might say, well, that's unrealistic. Hey, maybe for you, not for me, because I put together a strategy. I have a plan. What's your plan? And that's what living life in 3D is about. Three-dimensional. You dream it, then you design it, and then you go do it. Period. So 3Ds are ingredients to achieving your greater purpose. Now, here's the deal. I never said any of this is easy, right? But I love, I love this. I heard, I heard a quote. Now, I was listening to a podcast. And what he said on the podcast, he was like, yo, going and getting your goals is not easy. It's actually kind of hard. But guess what? Not getting your goals makes it where life ends up being hard. So which hard you want to do? You want to have the hard where it's hard to go achieve your goals and you actually get somewhere? Or you want to have the hard where it's hard to live because you didn't have a goal and you ain't going nowhere? Either way, there's going to be something hard in your life, period. 
There's going to be some resistance in your life. You choose. I don't know about you. I'm going to choose the former. I'd much rather my heart be the heart that I create because I'm trying to go somewhere. I'd much rather for my resistance to be the resistance and the tension of me trying to go after my goals and do what it is that I want to do versus the heart being, oh, man, I got a bill. Got to pay the bill. Oh, man, I got laid off. Oh, man, I didn't have a plan for that. Oh, man, I don't have anything saved because saving was hard. Oh, man, the reason I don't have anything saved is because I bought luxury cars and big houses most of my life, and it was easy. Now life is hard because I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a strategy. Just saying, man, this is what slaying your goals is about. This is what living an intentional life is about. When I say live the best life possible, somebody called in last week. Well, what does it mean to live the best life possible? This is exactly what it means. It means to live a life of intention. And yet things still happen. Things still happen. But at least it's not as hard. Hey, you get a big bill you didn't expect. That's tough. But if you got money in the bank, it ain't as hard. I'm just saying. So I know it's not easy because if it were easy, many more of us would be living the life of our dreams. But the fact remains that somewhere between our reality and our dreams is sitting something called life. And life leaves us pretty exhausted. It leaves us exhausted at the end of the day. But that's the plan. Don't you know that that's the intention? Don't you know the the whole idea of you having a job is so that you work and you're tired? Don't you get that? Don't you get that this entire infrastructure and system is set up for you not to get ahead? Don't you get that marketers are marketing to you knowing you don't have money to pay it? That's why they tell you, You can have this car for only $400 a month. They don't focus on the fact that it's 40 grand. Because if they focus on the fact that it's 40 grand, you say, well, I don't have that. I'm not going to buy that. But instead, they always tell you the little bit that you can get. The little bit that you can have. And so what happens is you get trapped. You get trapped because you get all these things that make life feel like it's easy, even when it's not easy. And then it gets harder and you become exhausted. And you become stressed because now you got to pay for all the stuff that's making life easy. Because you didn't have a plan. You didn't have a goal. You don't have any intentions. And so when you see cool things, they they bling at you. Your eyes get bright. And now you got to have it because you don't have a plan. You know, that's really what it comes down to. So life leaves us feeling exhausted. And so then we only have a few hours of leisure to enjoy before the cycle replicates itself into another new day. And this cycle is hard to change. And the only way to change the cycle is to change your inputs. Uh Uh-oh. The only way to change the cycle is to change your inputs. Ha. Really? What does that mean? The only way to change the cycle is to change your inputs. 
Now, I've said it before. Motivation is an emotion. Inspiration is an emotion. And part of the reason fatigue runs your life is because you don't know how to tap into these emotions. But you got to get to a point where you can plug yourself in and just get fired up because it's time to get fired up, period. And then you can go do what you want to do. You can go work the plan because you know how to plug yourself in. You know how to get fired up because you got a destination. You got a dream. You got a dream. You got a design. And once you design it, you got to go do it because you can see that it's a reality that you can have because you have an intention. I mean, that's really what this comes down to. So the only way to change the cycle is to change your inputs. Now we're getting to the mind so that you can begin to produce new outputs. Like, when are y'all going to learn that this life journey is all about diet (laughs) all the way around? Put it in your mouth. And it's bad for you. You're going to feel bad. Put it in your mouth and it's good for you. You're going to feel good. Inputs, outputs. Put it in your mind and it's bad for you. You're going to think bad. Put it in your mind and it's good for you. You're going to think good. Hey, this ain't algebra. It ain't calculus. It ain't trigonometry. It ain't rocket science. It's two plus two equals four. And you believe that, so you got to believe this. Inputs equal your outputs, period. And that's why I keep telling you guys, why do I think different? Because most of my life, I've been programming myself to think different. Why do I believe I can do anything I put my mind to? Because most of my life, I've been listening to programming that's telling me that if I believe I can do it, I can do it. And you know what? I'm fool enough to believe that because I listen to that and then I go do that. And I'm no different from you. I don't have a college education. I don't have a bachelor's degree. I went into corporate America without any of that. Went all the way to vice president officer because I said I could. Because I believed I could. You might say, well, Linnell, I don't, you know, I have a hard time believing. Okay. Change your inputs. If you have a hard time believing, then start getting inputs, creating inputs that will help your belief, that will increase your faith, that will increase your self-confidence, that will increase your self-esteem. That's the formula. That's the formula. Inputs equal outputs, period. So with that in mind, here are a few ways to slip new inputs into an already hectic day. Because that's, you know, that's what I do. I help. So you're saying, Linnell, all I got is an hour left. All right. How about this? Get showered and dressed to the most uplifting, inspirational music you have on your iPod. And if you don't have it, then go create a playlist. And instead of listening to the news, which is only perpetuating the past and the present, instead of listening to the news on your morning commute, Listen to a self-development book, a self-improvement book. You know, you don't have, if you don't have time to read, then do it in audio while you drive. Okay, hey, you know Donald Trump is going to do something else you don't like. So why are you sitting up waiting for it? You need to get on your own program. You need to have your own show going. 
Again, what if you had a camera in your face all day? You might say, well, okay, that's all the time I have. No, you got lunchtime, too. Most of us get a lunch. At least legally you get a lunch. My boss don't give me a lunch. My wife gets on me all the time. Got to eat your lunch. I get so caught up in my stuff, man. Sometimes I'm like, ah, I'm not taking lunch. I don't even feel hungry. Because my, my hunger is different. I'm trying to get this work done. I see I got these things on my list that I'm trying to get done in the next 24 hours. So I'm like, I don't need no food. I don't want no food. I love it, though. She'll bring food to me. Here, you need to eat. <laughs> That's why I married her. Hey, so do a lot. Step away from everyone for 10 minutes and just dream. That's right, daydream. You know, what would life be like if you took your life to the next level? What would life be like if you were able to produce the things that you want to produce? What would life be like? And yeah, like I said, it's going to be hard. You might be like, man, I've been trying. It's hard. Yeah, it's going to be hard. But what hard do you want? And then on your commute home, listen to your favorite tunes or chat with the old friend. You know, do something that will uplift you. And let that re-energize you so your family gets a better you versus the one that's worried about what President Trump is or isn't doing, along with the ongoing crisis in the Middle East. You know, now why are we bringing this stuff into, into our house, into our family? And if you don't think you are, remember your inputs become your outputs. If you have inputs that stress you out, when you walk into the home, guess what you're going to bring with you? Stress. Simple, folks. It's simple. Then maybe before bed, reflect on that dream you had at lunch. You know, maybe you should put it on paper. Or maybe you're going to watch TV. (laughs) You choose. Again, I'm saying mediocrity versus success. 2% difference. 2% difference. What is your 2%? If you put it on paper, well, maybe that's the beginning of your design. If you watch TV, well, so much for that dream. Gone. Hey, here's the thing. Time is dealt equally to all of us. No one is exempt from time's fleeting reality. Period. We all get the same 24 hours in a day. And it's what we do with that time that differentiates us. So you got a, you got a question to ask yourself. How are you going to live your life? Are you going to live your life in 3D? Are you going to live a life where you can dream? You can design. You can do what it is that you want to do. You can go where you want to go. You can be who you intend to be. Or are you going to live a life of ease temporarily? You know, are you going to live a life where you always coddle yourself? But then in the end, it turns out being real hard. You get to choose. All right, I got a caller, Juan. Juan, you are on the air. How are you? Hey, how, how you doing? I'm well, I'm well. Hey, man, I just want to give you a, a compliment, man. Your, your show has just been on fire, man. I really feel your passion and everything, man. Just great job. I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate that. I got a that. question for you, man. This um when are you when are you gonna have your uh your are you gonna have your wife back on the show? Ooh, where's she at? 
She, she's, I know she's watching, and I know she heard that. You know what, man? I, I try to get her on all the time, brother. <laughs> man, I, I just, I, I really got to give you a compliment, man. I mean, your show has been on fire, but I caught your show a while back when you had your wife on a few, a few segments in a row. Okay. And man, it just, it just really hit me, you know, the powerful force y'all got going, you know, times two. I appreciate that. Yeah. And I had, uh, you know, I had been talking to you about communication, you know, specifically in the family. And man, my wife, I just got to give her kudos. You know, I was trying to eliminate the TV thing and she watches a lot of TV, you know, a lot of the reality stuff. Mm-hmm. But man, somehow she's able to focus like there have been like certain business deals that she forecasted and I was scared to go in with it. Nice. And man, just the sisters, they just, they, they powerful, man. And your pushes. show was powerful times too, you know, when, when your wife was on. So I just, I believe that. you know, keep, keep up your awesome work, man. I will. I will. And I, and I know she heard that. So, you know, when I get home tonight, I'm gonna be like, you heard the brother, you heard Juan. Need to get back on the show. I appreciate that, brother. Thanks, man. All right. Take care. All right. Look at that. Pam, you got fans. <laughs> By the way, we're expecting. I don't know that I said that on the show. We're expecting, man. My wife is 21 weeks tomorrow. We got a little one coming into the world. Hey, time in the mind. You think I'm thinking about time now? I got a little guy coming. Oh, man, I'm thinking about time. I'm thinking about, you know, who I need to be for that guy, for that little one, right? I'm thinking about what I need to teach him. I th- I'm thinking about what I need to achieve before they get here and what I want to achieve by year one, by year five, by year ten. Like, what do I want my my child to see? Man, what's the plan? Do you have intentions? Seriously. You know, I think about all the time, you know, what's my child's purpose? And how can I help them complement that? How can I teach them how to live aligned with that? It's exciting, man. Time in the mind. Hey, this is part one. If you liked it tonight, I'm telling you, I'm going to keep turning it up. Turn it up. Because here's the, here's the thing. I tell my wife, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm too nice. You know, I'm, I'm on the radio. I'm like, oh, you know, you need to do this. You do you need to do that. And I keep getting emails and people are spinning and they're saying the same thing over and over and over. And I'm like, okay, maybe I just need to make it a little more plain. And, and part of that is maybe I need to share a, a lot more of my story. Because the other thing I get is I, people, for some reason, they, they think I grew up with a silver spoon in my mouth. They think I'm, you know, I am different. But I'm different because I created myself this way. Like I said, I don't have a bachelor's degree. Everything I achieved, man, I had to work hard for it. Way harder than most folks. So it's about having an intention, having a plan, having a strategy. That's what it's about. Next week, when is the last time you really stopped and thought about time? That's what I'm going to be asking. And, and I'm going to dive into this time thing. And then if I, after I dive into the time thing, I want to talk about the mind and how the mind is a battlefield and why a lot of us, when it comes to actually taking on our goals, we get stopped by us. We come right up against the resistance with us. And I'm going to teach you how to get past that, how to get into your own mind. And here's a, here's a little sneak tip. Inputs. 
inputs. I'm telling you. That's what this is about. And so, let me tell you, if it's inputs, then your input needs to be inspirational perspective. 10 p.m. Saturdays, every Saturday night. That needs to be an input. Mondays at noon. Every Monday, motivation. Thursday at noon. Thursday, thoughts. And I'm creating more structures to provide you guys more inputs. Because if inputs, if input is part of the strategy, then I'm going to do all I can to make sure you have enough inputs from me. Because I'm going to tell you, I know what it takes to, 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 to actually go after a goal. And I understand the type of resistance you get. Hey, I'm doing some uncomfortable stuff right now. A lot of resistance. A lot of fear. Yeah, I get scared. I get uncomfortable. We'll talk more about that next week. Hey, I love you guys. Thank you so much for joining. Chicago, it's been real. Those of you on Periscope, it's been real. Facebook Live, it's been real. Thank you guys so much for joining me this evening. Again, you're you're watching Linnell Harris, the Radio Land. You're listening to Linnell Harris. Inspirational Perspective. Follow me on social media, at Linnell Harris. Inspirational Perspective Facebook page. Murder Mediocrity. Slay your goals. Stay inspired. It's a lifestyle choice. Have a phenomenal evening.